0: Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the Lockeinyoursuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. Feeding off fit lesson 21. Can you provide more context on how you determine when it's time to increase total capital on live trades? This is in relation to experience, confidence, etc. I understand that there are no clear rules and that everyone is different, but I'm struggling knowing when to do so. The angel on my shoulder says, Stay small for now. You won't get hurt. You'll know when it's time. The devil says, You know the strategy inside. I'll be careful. You're careful. Now it's time to slowly increase. As long as you can withstand the losses, you'll be fine. So we actually had a conversation about this a little while back, right, Stephen? We did. Do you want want to comment on this or you want me to?
1: Yeah, I'll just
0: kind of give my perspective
1: on on our conversation. You know, I had asked John, what did you feel like is kind of the rule of thumb for increasing size? Part of that equation, part of that calculus comes down to what Dan is bringing up, you know, experience and confidence and knowing your trade. But John brought up a good point, and I'm sure you'll go into more detail on it. It's also about the math. So let's say that one person takes let me back up. So the rule of thumb that's kind of thrown around is you, when you hit certain milestones, you increase your size by 20%. Now that may, that's just a rule of thumb that, that may or may not apply to people. And that was the basis of what I was talking about with John. And so you might say, well, I'll start out with a two lot m 34 u let's say for instance, and then, you know, I'll just increase it by one lot every trade or two lots. You now that's not 20%, but it's still your own, you're only increasing your dollars at a very slow rate. And John made the point, he's like, yeah, you know, if you really want the math to work out as per the positive expectancy that you know is in the trade by your back tests and John's results and so on and so forth, you got to get up to what, quote unquote, your full size is faster than you think. And that made a lot of sense because you're never going to get that math to work if you're constantly undersized.
0: I kind of captured a little bit. That's one of them. You know, you've heard you've probably heard me in the past, I like increasing size when I lose, but that's not to imply that every time I lose, I want to increase size either. Right. So we want to we want to do this stuff responsibly. Ultimately, one of the biggest challenges that you're going to have a trader is that you don't make money because of your position sizing strategy within the larger context of your trading plan. This is what most people do. They're gonna start trading a very small trade size. Then they're going to trade that for, I don't know, a certain amount of time. If they lose in the beginning, they're generally gonna swap strategies. If they win, they're going to increase size. The more they win, the more exponentially they're going to increase size. At some point that trading strategy is gonna lose, maybe once, maybe twice in a row, or three times in a row, or maybe you'll take a two times max loss, whatever. Some events gonna happen in the future. Normally what most people do when that happens, they go down to another minuscule size again. What ends up happening from a dollar perspective is you end up making you know, 10% on $5, whatever you scale up. And then by the time you take that loss, you have a very big dollar loss. If you were to go back and you were to look at the percentages you made versus the percentages you lost based on your planned capital, you have a winning strategy. You have a strategy that's working as is predicted within the marketplace. But you go back and you look and you say, Now I've traded for a year and I've lost money. Then you get a feeling about that strategy because that's the way you framed it. And since you've been trading for a year and you lost money, that strategy sucks. Mm -hmm. Especially if you've run through this cycle two or three times, meaning that you could have the most fantastic strategy in the world and you're throwing it aside because you've lost money, but you've only lost money, not because of the strategy you've lost money because of your position sizing strategy, meaning that it doesn't matter what trade that you have, no matter how wonderful it is in the future, you're going to be running through the same cycle. So we definitely want to get away from that cycle. And part of getting away from that cycle is not trading based on confidence. Confidence is an emotion and it's a feeling. And especially if you're using recent trading results as a substitute for what you should be using for confidence, if you're trading based off of confidence, then you're going to go through that. You're gonna see your recent trading results are good and you're gonna become overconfident as it relates to your skill level. You're gonna be trading way larger than you should be. You'd be forgetting that you might take a loss. You might take a few losses in a row. You kind of forget that. And then when that loss does come, because you're basing your confidence off recent results, your confidence is crushed, especially if you look back and you see that your total dollars are down now after you've been trading for a year. And that just sets in a cycle where you're just never going to make it as a trader. So this is an extremely extremely important subject. And Paul made a note here, my sizing rule is to size so that I can absorb two consecutive max losses and still have the ability to trade the same size. Using this approach, I never put my account at risk. It allows subsequent wins, to quickly build the account back up. That is a a good general rule, I love that. I use a little bit more than that and I don't only look at the account size. So you have two things going on. You have, when you trade, there's a financial risk and there's a mindset or a a psychology or mental risk. You need to trade at a size where you can take three consecutive losses and not have that affect you financially or affect you from a mental standpoint so that you can continue to trade the same size going forward. Before I position size my strategy, I need to ask myself, if I take three consecutive losses at this size, am I going to be able to go into the fourth trade at full size and continue moving? If the answer to that is no, then number one, you have no faith in your strategy yourself. If you're basing your faith in your strategy based off of the short-term results, you don't have any faith in the strategy. If you have faith in your strategy, if you understand your strategy and why it may or may not be working, in the marketplace, then you should not be decreasing your position size ever. Now, of course, there are reasons to decrease your position size. Right? And I take that right back. And that is, I was over, I was oversized to start with. The second would be my strategy is no longer viable within the, within the new marketplace. Something globally has changed where that strategy is no longer viable. Or I have some sort of a mindset deficit where I can't trade properly those are reasons to drop your strategy but if, if you have faith in the strategy itself not in your short-term results and your ability and your understanding of the edge of the strategy, and you position sizes so that you can take three consecutive losses in our type of trading. If you're doing day trading, you know that number is more like 20, 30 consecutive losses, by the way, but in ours, maybe three. It would be very, very, very rare to take three consecutive losses, regardless of what's going on in the marketplace. But if you can do that, and you can go through the rough periods and maintain your size, and then come out the other side the same size and go through the good period the same size, all the while increasing your size, maybe even during the down period, right? So I like to increase during down periods because when I'm in a down period where the strategy is losing, that's what my fake confidence level, we'll call it, is at its lowest. And if I can increase my size when it's at its lowest, when I'm very evident that the trade can lose, then chances are I can mentally deal with losing you know, a bigger size where, If I'm increasing my size as I'm winning, generally I'm overconfident at that point. And the fact that I can lose, I might know it intellectually, but at a deeper level, I'm kind of forgetting that it could possibly lose. I'm discounting the fact that it might lose in the future. And I'm not really thinking straight. So those are the dynamics that come into play. And really, before you increase your size, you need to ask yourself, I like to do do the mind fantasy. Right where I actually go through and I experience it mentally, a mental rehearsal of losing three trades in a row and trying to honestly answer myself, am I going to go into that fourth trade full size? If the answer is no, you should still be at a very small size. And I wouldn't think of increasing size until you get to that point. So I don't know if you have any other comments on that, Stephen. But
1: No, yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. So we, we kind of arrived at the same conclusion coming out of, from a different angle. But the idea is just don't constantly... Shift your your size based on. I thought the point that you made about confidence was really key, right? Like that's doesn't really shouldn't come into it, come into play. So that's straight just emotion. Yeah, Basically, drop yeah. drop in your size, and then the next step is this chasing the next shiny object and all that. And it's you know that goes back to really knowing your back test how it behaves, right? You need to know what the the consecutive losers is, you know, are there streaks of it? How many, can you expect a fourth or a fifth? And, you know, maybe it's not three max losses. Maybe it's, it's something greater. I mean, I know that's probably about the average, but just kind of understanding what, what's possible. I think, is it the bull trade historically? Wasn't the deal if for a while, if you lose three, don't take the fourth?
0: In a row. Uh, Actually remember that? with the bull trade historically, like I know historically that if a bull trade loses two cycles in a row, historically, two. All, yeah, it, all, it always wins the third time.
1: Always wins the third time. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there you go. But that, you know, that goes back to knowing your what your yeah. back test, yeah. your sequences yeah. are.
0: Or, or maybe maybe it was the opposite. I don't even remember now. It could, it could have yeah. been. It was, it, the third time. Yeah. There was something yeah. like that in, in there, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, just a comment. How about decreasing sizes, consecutive wins accumulate? The problem with that is you can win, especially with these strategies, we can win, we can literally win three years in a row. We've had strategies that have won three years in a row. And and during that time, you do want to incre- be increasing your size. I mean, I wouldn't want to go three years trading a strategy, particularly if I was small size to start with without increasing size just because it was winning. But when I do increase my size, again, I want to keep in mind that we don't know what the next three trades are going to bring. We have no idea. And we need to be aware that those those could be losers and if they are losers we don't want it to basically throw derail us or throw us off our goal here of increasing size so uh, we just want to be very very careful and think about it before we do it and that is what i have for you today if you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next trading performance podcast please list that in the comments and i'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to lockinyoursuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our trading performance and pro memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next trading performance podcast.